Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zamundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keep on the Zumundo Podcast. Hi-ho, this is Kermit the Frog here with Zumundo Podcast, episode 22. Yay! That's uh, that's pretty awesome, Kermit the Frog. Kermit the, Kermit the Frog's going to come into play later tonight. So I just felt like we had to kick down the door with some Kermit the Frog tonight. Good evening, everybody. I'm Keith. And I'm, I guess I'm not Kermit the Frog. I am Doolin. You're actually Doolin. And, <laughs> and we're here. We're going to do Zumundo. We're here. Again. Again. Get used to this it. This is episode 22. Yeah, episode 22, man. Yeah. Wicked, awesome. dude. Well, I'll start as we always start. How has your week been? Sir? My week was good, man. I've had a lot of... Uh, uh, media consumption. I've watched some movies, some classics, Good. some not so classics, some that we've talked about in the past. Uh, finished up some shows. What else did I do? I, yeah, I, you know, I wrote a little bit for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, saw some cool stuff on the internet. You know, it's a pretty typical week. <laughs> Ate some really good food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some sushi in you. No, I didn't eat sushi this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, Funny you did. I need to at some point though. Oh man. Well, good. I had a pretty good week. Um, yeah, how was your week? It was pretty good. Uh, except I was uh, all set to play Dungeons and Dragons on Monday, and then some jackass didn't show up. Yeah, I, I, don't I know. forgot about that. We got sidetracked. Uh, but I did see a lot of cool hero clicks. Those hero click things. Yeah, yeah, those are wicked, man. I want to play that game sometime. Yeah, we'll we'll sit down for some hero clicks. That'll be a good time at some point, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, not much else to report. You gonna be okay over there? Yeah, sorry, I'm just coughing. Um, <laughs> Also, I mean, there's a bunch of funny stuff that's not quite newsworthy, but it's news that has happened this week. Mm-hmm. Just funny internet things and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, like Swifties oh, pulling God. guns for, for NFL tickets. Can I Did get... you see that meme? No. <laughs> like, no just, uh, just funny stuff I like just that. just get away from Taylor Swift for five minutes? No. And, oh God, um, she's everywhere. And, you know, stuff like that. It's been pretty funny. All right. I think cool. I got a couple pulled up on my... All right. Well, we're going to get into it tonight with some uh, pop culture goodness, some uh, some things in the realm of m- the mysterious, and of course, you know, we'll uh, very mysterious. We'll land on a little bit of uh, AI theater, which we debuted last week, which was a lot of fun. That was a pretty good time. Yeah, this, we got a special guest this week too. So. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into it with some uh, bruise news and reviews, shall we? Send it. All right. Stinks. Sometimes it stinks. I knew you were going to say that. That's that's my you thing. Kind of say that sometimes. sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes, sometimes not so much. Blanket almost fall over. <laughs> All right. Well, the brews, news, and reviews. First, we talk about the brews, then we talk about the news, and we talk about the reviews. So we'll start with the brews. What are you drinking over there? Same thing you're drinking, man. What? It, which is? We've got. Uh, we we. I don't know. So some. We made some lime vodka concoction this evening, <laughs> and it's not too bad. It's lime on lime on lime, actually. <laughs> uh, I think that's a type of porn, isn't it? Lime I don't know. Sweet, hot, lime on lime action. Yeah. It's quite limey. <laughs> and no, it no. comes in a green bottle. Explain it. Explain it with your Barry White voice. Go. Story Naya. Mm. 
lime flavored premium vodka. Mm. This makes me think of the ladies' man. Like, <laughs> yes, Sorry. yes, I got your lime flavored vodka right here. Uh, I love that movie. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're we're trying a uh, Stoli lime. Tastes mm-hmm. pretty good with tonic water with a hint of lime. And we put a little little and splash a, of little splash of limeade in oh there. Yeah, I did do that. And and some uh, and we squeeze some lime put it from in an there. actual put, lime. Put the lime in and the lime. Shake it both up. If I had a coconut, I would drink it <laughs> out of a coconut. So yeah, so we're both drinking the same thing tonight for once and stuff. It's not yeah. it's not so bad. Very it's interesting. Very this, limey. This is uh Bruce is becoming the vodka review channel. I don't drink a lot of beer though, man. I just I can't. We've decided that I'm allergic to it. Yeah, well you get pretty I blow my nose every you time. You get pretty I, snotty. Yeah. It's kind of gross actually. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. But um yeah, so maybe maybe I have to make the switch. I had a glass of wine. I watched football this weekend, it was pretty fun. The foosball, uh, Bobby the Boucher. Foosball. We had a good time and I, I had a I had a mimosa because it was brunch, you know, and uh, and a glass of wine mm-hmm. and I did not sneeze. Hey, there you if go. anybody so, cares about my allergies, yeah, I, I care. I <clears throat> care. Ver- I care very deeply for your allergies, sir. And I also plan on reading another book, but whatever. That has nothing to do with the news. <laughs> reading is fundamental. Um, yeah. So, well, nice brew. What do you think? It's like, not bad. Thumbs yeah. up. Thumbs down. Yeah, it's uh, not as festive as your last concoction. Yeah, that's my autumn mule from last week, but it's pretty good. That thing smelt like Christmas. It was weird. <laughs> I love it. But this it, is nice. This is, this is more of a summer beverage, I think. Yeah, this is definitely more more or a spring yeah, beverage. Chill, chill time. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember those oranges? People would stick clothes in them when you're a kid. Did you ever make that? <sighs> like the hard clothes that hurt your fingers when you stick them in there, they just smelled crazy. Like the hard clothes. You know, like clo- like a clove. Oh, a clove. Like okay. that. Like you get them from like the McCormick's clothes or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. they pulled like when we were little kids, we made like it was like a thing you hang. It's like an orange. I mean, eventually it goes bad. But, <sighs> I don't remember that. You just jam them in. You should look that up if you can. What do you when you get a chance? What, what is it you do with them? You just jam it in and like. That's what she it. said. There you go. Sorry, it, it <laughs> and, was there. And then you hang them up and they, they smell nice. They smell <laughs> festive. Fun. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. If you do, email us at, at zumundo at outlook.com. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, plugging our own show there. <laughs> All right, let's get into some news, man. All right, I got some news. You got some news? I got some we news. We both got some news today. Let's get into some entertainment news today. All right, entertainment news. You want me to go first? Let's um, go back and forth. I've, yeah, okay. Let's switch it up. All right, we'll switch it up. We'll switch it up. We'll give it sound right. All right, um, well, um, all right, I'll, I'll, kick it. I'll kick off some entertainment news for us. Uh, inter- internet rumors, which, you know, if you read something on the internet. We are just talking about this. It's got to be true. Um, some internet rumors were circulating last week that uh, what? Christopher Nolan... Ah. You guys, and of course, you know Christopher Nolan, best known for the Batman films, Oppenheimer. Um, yeah. Uh, let's Sorry. see. Uh, Inception. Like he's uh, he's he's been around. Morty. Christopher, we him. Christopher Nolan makes makes some uh, pretty memorable movies. I think quality film. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I loved Oppenheimer. I thought it was great. Yeah, I know you talked about it for like damn near twenty minutes. Did uh, <laughs> did he did he make the swear to me? Batman? No, no, oh, he didn't. Okay. Um, but uh, there was rumor circulating that uh, he was set to direct a new James Bond movie. Well, really? When, That's so, awesome. Internet rumors. Um, you know, and love Bond movies. as you know, uh, Daniel Craig's Bond has kind of come to a close at this point. He's Daniel been doing it. Craig. He's been doing it for a minute. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, it must like films. 15 years, He right? did uh, Casino Royale. Which I think was, that released like 20, 2006, 2007, maybe? Just blew the doors off the James Bond franchise to bring yeah. that well, back. That was his. that was like the first Bond since Brosnan, right? And Brosnan had been off the scene He's for a while. for a minute, yeah. Because uh, he did what? He, okay, we go. now you want to go back further. So he did GoldenEye, Die Another Day, 
No World for Tomorrow or no uh, something like that. Uh, tomorrow Never Tom- Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies, yeah. yeah. And then did he do a fourth one? I don't know. But anyway, um, so... So then uh, then Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig was the next one. Amazing in Casino Royale. And then mm-hmm. he did Quantum of Solace. Uh, Skyfall, Skyfall, I think it was after. I don't I don't remember the order. They they all kind and of then, meshed and then together. And Spectre, right? Yeah, he's, Spectre. He's I remember I did see Spectre. At least um, and then there was one There's pretty one. recently, not too long ago. I didn't see it. I don't know. It's, oh, no, I did see it. That's the one with the, uh, the so, ladies helping him out in there. There's so yeah. many Bond movies. As a matter of fact, I think, I think, it's, I think there's uh, 25 James Bond movies in total right now. Is that it? That, yeah, I know that's a lot, but yeah. Casino Royale was big because you know that was a different movie. Mm-hmm. The rights to it, um, it's a Bond movie, but it's also like based on it's based on the first book. book though, right? Yeah. yeah, it's the it's the first story. Well, it's funny you should mention first that. movie was Doctor No, but like Casino Royale was a separate movie mm-hmm. made by a different company. You know the like MGM versus Fox type thing. I don't know if the company's right, but um, and the same thing with uh, was it Thunderball and something else were the same movie. Two different studios did them. Sure. Maybe it's one know. where they go underwater. They made that movie twice, basically, by two different <laughs> studios. Even though it was a James Bond isn't, story. Isn't The Rock kind of an unofficial I've Bond? Also, I mean, I think that they. I mean, theory. well, I mean, well, so Sean Connery, an older Sean Connery, is in that movie an in the nineties or whatever. Sean Connery, and I, and I think like, and he like he kind of alludes to the fact, even though they can't like come out and say it for copyright reasons or whatever. Like he like alludes to the fact. That he is like the OG Bond in that movie. I think he was supposed to be like an OG SAS guy or something like. Which that, is which what is Bond cool. is, right? No, actually, uh, James Bond was a commander in the Royal Navy. Oh, a lot of people know. Excuse the yeah. shit out of me. Come on, man. <laughs> he was half Scottish and half Welsh, which was why um, was it Welsh or mm-hmm. half Dutch and half Scottish? He's half Scottish, which is why uh, Sean Connery is actually a fitting mm-hmm. James Bond. Some people like the more regal, you know. Distinguished gentleman, distinguished kind of, gentleman yeah. thing. Some people, but I mean, he he could do both, right? He could be a bad boy. He could be a distinguished mm-hmm. gentleman. He's really good. Daniel well, Craig did a great job too. I well, thought. it's funny. Well, anyways, I say all that to get back to this. Yeah, um, sorry. So uh, there there was rumor circulating that Christopher Nolan was going to step in for the next line of Bond movies, or at least the next one. Yeah. Um, with Henry Cavill as James Bond. Take and, my money. Oh my God. Like, Take my money. and, and all of us nerdy boys, just nerdgasmed all like at the same time, because like, Jesus man, like, could you imagine Jesus. him playing like horse heresy, James Bond? Maybe next year it's his year and it's just going to go crazy, man. Uh, well, you know, Henry Cavill has just had a string of bad luck when it comes to like movies and so. franchises and I, stuff, I, honestly, man. I haven't really seen him. Sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. No, um, it's okay. He, I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff, but he is everywhere. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Like he's on regular shows talking to people. People freaking love this guy. Yeah, he looks cool in Superman. I haven't even watched those movies yet. Mm-hmm. I said last week I was going to go back and watch them all, and I, I haven't gotten around yeah. to it because I've been watching so much other stuff. Well, I have unfortunate <laughs> news. Um, those rumors were all dispelled. He's distinctly American, though, right? What's that, Henry Cavill? Uh, no, Henry Cavill's British. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, so he can pull the accent and stuff. Yeah, he doesn't have to do a fake American yeah. accent. Um, interesting. Yeah, no, no. Actually, yeah. When you see him doing like Car Kent or something like that, he's putting on his American accent for that. No, he's yeah. he's a British dude. Um, but uh, yeah, but they were talking about like, well, we're you know, where are you going to set this in the line of Bond movies? And the thinking was next. that they wanted to go back to like the 1950s with this next one and have it be like OG James Bond in that time period. So it would be like the closest thing you've ever seen to like a uh, Sean Connery Bond like, yet again. To take place in the fifties or sixties, yeah, sixties, exactly. yeah, fifties or sixties, or that whatever. would be wild. A period piece, James Bond movie. Well, you know, I think it kind of makes sense though, because oh, when you, when you that. think about like where James Bond, what his he's all about, like 
the high tech gadgets and stuff like that. Well, and it always has time, to be, right? yeah, yeah, it always has to be like a step ahead of like Watches where the current, yeah, the current time. So, I mean, if you go back to like the 1950s or 60s and they're like high tech gadgets, he just and stuff, whips out a, a cell that, phone. It was, that was kind of like science fiction y for the time is like, pa- like we're past that now. Okay, you know my, I mean? my watch. Although it's smart, does not have a laser beam in it, though. Yet. Yet. <laughs> not that I could... Yeah, I could find a use for that. <laughs> um, yeah, but unfortunately, uh, all of this was a total fallacy. Like, none of this was true. Uh, I don't know. However, comma, um, this has kind of got all of the Bond fans in a frenzy now, and they are... Because we want more Bond. Yeah, we well, want good Bond. We want... we I And mean, a lot of people are like, Christopher... Like, just like you said, Christopher Nolan, Henry Cavill bond team like sign me and everybody yeah, wants it now so like that. so it wasn't true but you know we've seen like ryan reynolds as deadpool began as a fan cast and then he ended up as deadpool yeah. in that one movie and yeah. then he ended up as deadpool in the other movies exactly because he, um, he convinced them so, that that wasn't good the first time or something right yeah no the first one was terrible yeah that's where he's like all like Weapon X type, yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So I mean, so it's I mean, like it, it's not true like as him of too. now, but I mean, you he know, needs to be water. You get enough fan push behind it, you never know what's possible, right? That is a fact, Jack. So yeah, so the future of James Bond still kind of still kind of uncertain right now, but hopefully we go, it goes you know in a, go, I, in a good direction. I'll toast to that. Toast to that, man. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Don't usually toast to things like that, but that, that's a cool rumor. Mm. Mm. Well, what what do you got? Uh, I got real news. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing and, rumors. And we're going to go across the pond again because, <clears throat> look, Jason Statham just basically got two action movies this year. He was, uh, oh, what was it? He was in the uh, Guy Ritchie film, which was good. And then he basically had his own movie in Expendables 4. Uh, and now he's coming back next year as the beekeeper. The beekeeper. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were hitting a button to make sound there. <laughs> Jason Statham is the beekeeper. <laughs> I can't make this up, man. He literally plays a beekeeper, a mild-mannered beekeeper by day, a great spy by night. Do you know who Uh, I am? Exactly. Crikey. Now, uh, so Jason is um, a beekeeper on, I guess, some lady's land. He knows this lady. She gets scammed by one of those. They call. They're like, hey, we just saw some. And I literally just got a message. We just saw some weird activity (laughs) on your thing. Like, call us. They call big screen. It goes to like a bot farm, right? But it's a bunch of people, you know, of course, sinister people. Okay. And they like delete the $10 million out of her account or whatever she has, right? Her whole life savings. <clears throat> so she ends up uh, self-deleting after that. He finds her and um, yeah. And uh, basically goes after the bot farm and he's like, oh, I'm going to burn this place down. Like, and it, it escalates from there. Turns out beekeepers are like some secret outside of the chain of command, special government thing, oh, right? God. Cause they're like, the dude's just a beekeeper. And then they're like, Oh, that's the worst thing possible. Of course. Yeah. He's, he's James Bond times 10 or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, former super government action hero guy that destroys all the bad guys involved in his path. Of, of course. course, it's not just a bot farm. It's connected to some larger organization that he's got to go after and take out. So it's the, it hey man, you know what? It sounds like fun. Sign the, me up. I'll, the, I'll jump in. The trailer was, was kind of fun. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm always a fan of like dumb, fun action movies, like beat them up, shoot them up. Like those are always fun, man. Well, after this next one, I saw this is, this is what I'm, I'm speculating. And I think okay. a few other people, have what said else this you got? Too. Toxic Avenger, man. <sighs> okay. Peter Dinklage is in it. Uh, somebody else famous is in it. I just I didn't write that down. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah. I just saw Elijah Wood the other day. Um, he looks. How's, how, how's super he doing? Good. How's the kids? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we didn't talk actually. Oh, okay. But he looks like no offense, Elijah. You don't look like a kid, but you don't look like you've aged a day since 
the Lord of the Rings movies. He you know? really does yeah. look pretty good, right? Like we saw him at Dragon Con. Yeah, he just and- looks like himself, you know, like the same guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, he looks young. Uh, and yeah, so they're both in it. Uh, but maybe eighties action movies, the, the one-offs, I, I know these are all part of like the beekeepers now, but yeah, but, but it's in that, what, but it's in that tradition, the big thing. Yeah. It's going to be like eighties movies I because mean, like, well, let's, you know, we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk, style, let's saying. talk about that for a minute because yeah. like, you know, and as we've said on this show before, like, you know, superhero fatigue is, is kind of a, kind of a thing and it's, right. it's becoming real. Like people talk about it you're seeing the these diminishing returns on all of these like big name action, like superhero movies and stuff like that. And everyone's kind of asking like, oh, I think they have to make a billion dollars now or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, they're insanely and they expensive like, and nobody's yeah, going to there's, there's no way in like, you know, COVID <sighs> changed, changed the game for movies and they, like movie going and I think, stuff. Honestly, the, uh, the vid might've put the nail in physical media in general. Well, I mean, we were just talking about I think that. it was I think that was a long time coming anyways. Maybe, but well, it's funny. I remember like 10 years ago. It was about 10 years ago I had just returned home and um the then latest uh console coming out was Xbox 1. Okay. Um, so yeah. 10 years ago and That's I remember there was a huge um uproar about that because in Xbox 1 they were going to remove physical media. Well, they made two because of that. One yeah. with discs and one without, right? Now, now, like, and look at like nothing has visit. Like, and that was That's ten. That was ten X, years right? ago. I have, I have there? the Series S, Xbox Series, Series S, yeah. which is the same thing as an X, only it has less storage it's, space. It's not the same. If thing. I, yeah, um, it's actually performance wise not as good. Whatever. Shut I, up. I geeked out on it. <laughs> Anyways, um, but the the point of that is like if I if I want a game now. I don't. I don't go to the store and buy. Yeah, you a just disc. download it. Yeah. I just download it. I pay. I pay whatever but, through my card and I download dude, it. Dude, the video game store, which I still go to some video game stores and stuff, um, that's fun. Like going through the old stuff, figuring out what you got. I mean, granted, I I'm mean, a retro game collector as well, so that's different because they're all physical. Um, but well, it's like you know, what, and, and and I say this like I used to work at Blockbuster Video yeah, when yeah. I was younger and stuff, and like I, I miss that. I, I mean, I think a lot of people do. It's it's nostalgic, obviously. Like and I is. think that's. Kind of like what's there's a there's a meme going around on TikTok from Ahsoka, which we'll get into here in a minute. Where it's uh, <laughs> Ray, uh, it's uh, Ray, Ray Stevenson, uh, Ray Stevenson uh, saying like, "I miss the idea of it," which he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, but they're he's using talking it, about the idea. Of the but they're using whatever, that yeah. like that template or on TikTok for like a lot of um, the academy. Or something, yeah, yeah, they're using that for like a lot of nostalgic things. Like, do you miss? Like, it's a picture of him in like a video of him in high school. Like, do you miss it? I miss. The idea of it. And I, well, that's how I feel about, about Blockbuster video. Just Blockbuster and the, and the mom and pop stores as well, right? Mm-hmm. Blockbuster movies bought the stuff from the music st- or movie, from the industry, right? Because they mm-hmm. paid a lot for their discs or their, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Then, <clears throat> the, then you used a car, right? So you had to have a car and you drove stimulating the oil business, right? Because you spent gas to go to the Blockbuster and then you thumb through the movies, which under, you know, post COVID might be a weird thing. Cause it was touching these boxes of movies and stuff, but um, you know, like it was a whole process, man. You like, you went to the movie store, like you went, you God. left the house to go to the movie. That was store, like, it was part of the day. And night, they started you know I mean? selling popcorn they, and you would buy renting video games as a kid was like the most exciting. Just, remember like you remember going to the video for store? some reason, parents, like I go to a video store right now. I could get out of there in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like I could, I could be in and out. I'd be like, all right, we're going to run this. Was, it was like a two hour event Dude, back in the day. They man. would just like look at all the movies. So what browse did you do? The movies. I would browse the movies. I read every video game thing. I browsed all the Jeez. crazy movies. Like, you know, you're looking at like weird 
you know, Kung Fu movies that you've never heard. You're like, this has got Bruce Lee in it too. And like the person that works there is like, I don't think that's Bruce Lee. Look at the way it's spelled. It's Bruce Lai. Like, <laughs> they're like, they're trying to get you Oh man, um, like crazy stuff like that. But you'd see all the horror movies. Cause you'd be like, Oh, there's Halloween one through blah, you know, or whatever. <laughs> It was, it was fun, man. I miss it. I really do. It was, uh, it was, and you'd go on like a Friday night, you get a bunch of movies, you get some video games. Yeah. And you were set for, like, that was entertainment for the weekend, man. You were set. Oh, totally. Plus, you still had, uh, if you watched a movie before Saturday morning cartoons, you would do mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a thing. Mm-hmm. It was great. Or sometimes if we liked a movie on Friday night, we watched it, we watch it again on Saturday. That's true. You better rewind that thing. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Yeah. You get, a, you get the uh, rewinder. Yeah. So you didn't have to do it in the movie. Well, well yeah, and, and I hated that shit as a, as a blockbuster employee. People would like drop it off, like, oh, you got the rewinder. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do it though, man. I don't want to do it. No, but you had people bought them at their house, the rewinder. Oh, yeah, so that yeah. you didn't wear out. I'm making quotations here, your VCR. Like, this is when people started, like, the, uh, the post um, depression. Hmm boomerism like from their parents who actually saw some shit and like that's when they were like now that that created a whole nother generation of hoarders besides the fact yeah. but they're like you know don't use the vcr to rewind the tape use the tape rewinder it's like <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. uh good times good times good times good times yeah um got a little bit of uh video game news here just just a this is just a little quick blurb here uh you played uh hogwarts legacy i think i did play some hogwarts legacy i like it man yeah, yeah, um, yeah. i didn't i didn't get super far in it and and uh but it's a neat game and it takes place in the 1800s it's kind of cool right uh, I'll, I'll you know i'll sit around i'll sit down and play it at some point we should go through it all like, right yeah i'll, 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 I'll check, watch it i'll check it out um anyways so nintendo fan or nintendo uh owners i should say if you have the nintendo switch have not been able to play it yet because no. it has, but it is now finally being released to nintendo switch on november 14th yeah so. and this is um this was due to some development not issues but like they want to make sure they get it right because the hardware is way different right you've right. got these series x series s and uh even if they're doing like a late model game which would be xbox one right mm-hmm. i guess not 360 anymore um, you know, it takes more development from whoever creates the game. They right. might not want to do it for one, but I think getting stuff cross-platform and that new switch, whenever that comes out, the gen two or whatever yeah, is going to be a big deal because it's going to be a processing machine as well. Uh, and you can play some of these bigger games. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's exciting. Yeah. That's yeah. all. That's all I got for uh Hogwarts legacy. Cool. Up? You got anything? Uh, Diablo four got a patch. Nobody cares. Cause nobody plays it anymore. <laughs> uh, I say that's kind of sad, but, yeah, everybody I know that was a diehard player when it came out is, is off of it for some reason. I don't, I'm not sure why. Nobody really knows why. They're just like, yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, the head of PlayStation is retiring, Jim Ryan. Congratulations on your retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a preview for a couple games, but only one of note because it just looks silly. Angerfoot. Okay. So Angerfoot. Okay. you appear to be a first-person shooter, but you look like you're an alligator. So this could be called like Florida Man, too, in another country, right? Um, wearing Chuck Taylors and fighting other alligators but you kick a lot so like you see the chuck taylor like boot to, boot to the face <laughs> boot to the thing. head yeah boot to the head that's it it's kind of silly man and that's that's kind of the big thing um besides our our uh, our, our rumor mills and i don't know should we should we even hmm. talk about she- taylor swift possibly being in deadpool 3 uh, uh, are you serious look so she's been seen with Why? ryan reynolds and hugh jackman and blake lively they're oh all friends or whatever God. And that doesn't mean anything. At the football game, right? I deleted this one, too, so I don't have it up anymore. But people think she's going to play Dazzler because there's one dress that they they show a real picture of her, and then they show a picture of Dazzler. 
and Dazzler's a singer or whatever, I guess, in some versions of the comic. Dazzler's also changed into Kitty Pr- something. Wait, some like there's like a Kitty Pride Shadow Dazzler, Cat. Shadow Cat, and somebody Amalgam else. Like, kind of there's like four thing. characters that kind of like cross over in the, in the whole comic book realm. But that's beside the point. Dazzler was the worst person in the Marvel video game back in the day, the six player one. <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah. Um, that was, or that might've been her best incarnation of it, but I don't think that's true. Everybody, it was, it was on like YouTube and stuff. And then now it's like on the big sites. Like right. I think screen rant had a thing on it. IGN's probably got a thing on it. Like it's kind of funny. Wait. Is that the, uh, the music? Oh, you meant no, you, you miss uh, from the uh, X Men arcade. Yeah, wait, this is this is the classic Pri- Magneto. I wait, wait for it. No, no, X Men arcade game. Wait. Yeah, it's Pride of the. No. <laughs> X Men, welcome to die. Just the very yeah, it's, badly. It's Pride of the. Uh, well, the whatever. Well, that was the that was the cartoon. No, the cartoon and the game have the same name. Actually, boom. Was it? Uh, yep, I knew that. Boom, roasted. Yeah, I actually just watched a bunch of stuff on this. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. The other other rumor is Netflix uh, might not be doing the Hulk Hogan movie that Chris Hemsworth was going to play Hulk Hogan in. I had mixed feelings on that, anyways. Yeah, he doesn't need to play Hulk. No, not really. Yeah, brother, brother. But um, the what did, I read this weird quote. It was like they don't have life rights to him anymore because of some deal. So what I'm guessing is that like maybe like a period of his life, like when he did the reality show or something is now like off limits for a third party to do something on. Okay. Does that make sense? I, I don't know. That'd be like, that'd be like, like we're doing a thing on Pat Sajak and they're like, that's cool. Just don't talk about the wheel of fortune at all. And then you're like, that's kind of a big part, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Or like W or like WCW yeah, is like, it, I mean, they're all owned by the same thing now, but like maybe you can't talk WCW. You can only talk WWF. So it'd be like a weird movie or something. I'm not sure what this yeah, means. Yeah, it would just cut out big part. You can't do an autobiographical or, or biographical yeah, yeah. pick without Life having that part rights, of it. Yeah. Which are, it's just a weird term, but yeah. Um, yeah. And that's due to a, a untimely, unfortunately timed business situation. According to, I think it was on screen, right? Um. Yeah. So, eh, whatever. Okay then. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I've got a uh, l- little bit of little bit of side news, kind of just more speculation than anything else. So, uh, in a recent interview, Toby McGuire. I like that guy. I know you do. Um, <laughs> just kind of. We have s- a long history together. Me. And well, him. they they asked him like what um, what the chances are of him like returning to do spider-man again after like after well, he appeared he? he's they're they're in a different dimension or something right yeah well i mean i mean dement well i mean dimensional boundaries aren't really multiverse yeah i get it yeah i mean that's not really uh, a blockade anymore What's you, he you got, like older spider-man yeah just just like he did in no way home okay um but anyways uh when they asked him about it he said and i quote here i love these films and i love all the different series if these guys called me and said, would you show up tonight and hang out and goof around? Or would you like to show up and do this movie or read a scene to do a Spider-Man thing? I would say yes, because why wouldn't I want to do that? And which is kind of leading a lot of speculation. Do you remember as to, how freaking huge that guy was when that movie came oh, out? Oh, yeah. It was, that was another big movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those you had to be there. Things, the, first, right? the first couple of them were like... I mean, they, they, all three may have done well, but like the first two were pretty uh, big. That was that was like that was like the birth. That was like the rise of the comic book movie, you know. Because well, they like, could start making them cool. Yeah, you know? like yeah. yeah, they they were profitable then. Yes. Um, yeah. 
But there's a uh, there's and Nickelback spe- did a song. For one of them. Nickelback did do and the they say that a hero can save us. us. Yeah, um, but they're leading some speculation as to whether or not he maybe he'll uh, come back for an Avengers movie, which would be kind of fun. I'm down man. with that. Yeah, that's Toby Maguire suit up with the Avengers like. If we can get Michael Keaton in there, then we're, we're <laughs> at this point. Why not, right? <laughs> I, I'm kidding, but um, yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that for for Secret Wars or something, or yeah, Avengers Secret Wars. Well, yeah. they go to that crazy planet in Secret Wars, so they, anything could really. Yeah, go. I mean, multi, I mean, like uh, they're, they're being we're we're crossing dimensions like like a motherfucker now, you know. So yeah, you know, why not? I read a cool thing about um, the. Doctor Strange multiverse stuff that was supposed to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good article I read. It, it was going to be more of a horror movie, and they're going to do other stuff. And him and Scarlet Witch may have even teamed up uh, originally, but they you know changed it went the way it did. Okay, Multi- multiverse can be cool if it's done right. I know some if it's done. I mean, I think we'll see how it goes with Deadpool. I know some of you guys hate time travel multiverse stuff. I'm I'm, I'm not saying you do, but people out there that are just like, oh, you can just fix everything now, and it's kind of silly. Which is learned you can't fix anything in the flash. But well, that's another yeah. conversation for another day. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for news, man. Cool. That's that's my news in a nutshell. All right. Well, you want to you want to get to your review? Let's talk Star Wars. All right. Let's let's uh, hold on. Let me have a drink if we're going to talk Star Wars. So I recently watched. Uh, this is what I'm getting at. So I watched uh, the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and today actually I watched. Uh, What's the... the Ahsoka? Uh, no. I watched Ahsoka too, but I watched uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh my gosh, I can't even say it. Where he becomes Darth Vader. Yes. And I watched Ahsoka. I watched the last two episodes of Ahsoka. I, mm-hmm. I took the week off. I didn't I didn't watch last week. But I <clears throat> I saved him, and I'm, I'm glad I did, man. So I ended up liking the show way more than when it started. Mm-hmm. Dude, the Red Witch is cool. Thrawn is cool. Um you know, we've mentioned the show a few times because it's kind of been a hot topic and uh, uh, just in pop culture and stuff references. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, with Ray's performance over the last few weeks because he passed away, uh, that was pretty big. And just in time for Halloween, we got a bit. I'm going to spoiler alert, just spoiler alert, man. We got something that we've all wanted to see for a long time, and that's zombie stormtroopers. Okay. Yeah, like straight up zombie stormtroopers. That's a thing now. Give me more of it. It was it was hilarious. Okay. It was it was. Uh, I I like the fact it wasn't done, overdone. It was kind of like it was actually pulled off pretty well because right. it wasn't like oh now we're just going to have zombie stormtroopers and that's going to be the Walking Dead. No, it was a very specific thing where like the witch raises them and like they kill them all. Which by the way, Ahsoka is an, a, a psychotic murderer. Yeah, okay, yeah, she kills all these stormtroopers and then they like raise them and then they're like ah they're zombies. You know, so it it it's hmm. some interesting stuff. Different. Um, Sabine actually does really cool because she kind of pulls off the half like Mandalorian, half Jedi thing. She's okay. like getting more powerful and stuff, or or more right. confident at least with the lightsaber. She even does the uh, Cal Kestis like like freaking lightsaber and gun at the same time. Like she's just blasting. Okay, and uh, cool. and she also goes no lightsaber, and she's like. She's like, Sabine, blasters, she and she started blasting. Okay. <laughs> like, Anyways, like I Frank, started right? blasting, yeah. yeah. Um, and she, you know, you know what I also thought about is, like, how do the Mandalorians reload their armor? Because she, like, shoots out some fire and, like, you know, a little rocket or something out of her thing. It's like, hey, man, you guys are in another galaxy at this point. Like, do you have a reload for that thing? Or is that nah. just, like, a one and done uh, plot armor thing? Bless you. Oh, hold on. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. She's <laughs> grown on me. And they, 
excuse me. They get an Ezra and all those dudes better than Ezra. Great band. Um, <laughs> back and uh, you know, they have their adventures, but Thrawn's kind of cool. Cause he's just like kind of staunch and he's not Thrawn from the earlier. He's not Thrawn from the Zahn novels. Right. He's we're, a different Thrawn. So Thrawn's like a military genius and he doesn't lose. Right. And in this one, like, he slows people down, but he also doesn't want to cut the resources over. So I kind of get it. He's just very military thoughtful guys. Like this isn't really what's going on. I'm just slowing this asshole down. Mm-hmm. So they don't take out our star destroyer. Right. As we try to get back. Right. And, uh, you know, reestablish the empire and stuff. So it's, it's actually pretty cool. And then Ray's on his own journey. So, okay. I don't know how they're going to wrap that up, but he's either going to ascend into some sort of force ghost Luke style or become more powerful than a dark Jedi. And then the other girl that was with him is like, I don't know. Also becoming a darker Jedi. It's pretty neat. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I haven't watched Ahsoka yet. We might need to sit down and watch at least those last couple episodes because they're actually kind of cool because they really bring a lot of their stories together. Mm -hmm. Um, So like the the one chick actually, uh, uh, I forget her name now, Um, the Red Witch lady gets ascended into the Red Witch sisterhood. And it's like this crazy like esoteric okay. event, right? They burn her face. And so, you know, Jeez. like Darth Maul and all okay. those guys like look crazy. Like yeah. she looks crazy like that and not, not too crazy. Cause she's, she's still a human too. She's not um, from that planet, but uh, then they give her a sword that we saw from the original series. Like, like they give her that and they can fight lightsabers like a magic sword. Okay. So she goes out there and like bangs with Ahsoka, chops up one of her lightsabers and stuff. So you're like, uh, this, this actually might not go well for you, Bo, hmm. bro. Yeah. And, um, but it's a soak of the white right now. Cause she's, <laughs> she's ascended in again. She comes back to um, us at the turning of the tide. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy. But, um, so she ends up, um, I've already said spoilers. So she ends up killing her, but with both swords, which is really cool. Like the effects of like the green from like the slime force magic. And then like her, you know, her like white lightsaber at the okay. same time. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, I was like, man, this is actually getting interesting. Like, sound wise, is better. The visuals are better. Mm-hmm. The performance of the actors seems to be getting better as the show goes on. They still have their quirks, but I mean, that it is what it is, right? Okay. Um, and I, I like the story arc of that Red Witch specifically because it was a cool payoff, and and it kind of leaves you actually thinking like, hey, what's next for the story? Like, this is kind of. Cool. It did make me want to go back and watch all the old stuff, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like, oh man, there's just so much back there to go look and and. I mean, it's, it was fun. Uh, it got way more fun than okay the beginning. And they're still like, I don't know. They're still silly as a, as a, as a group though, when the three of them get together and start fighting, like you're like, dude, you got three Jedis in this room. It's like, this is going to be nuts. Whatever happens next is going to be wild. And then it was cool to see the different fighting styles with her, with two lightsabers and Sabine mm-hmm. with one. And, and the other guy built a lightsaber, which was cool. And then realizes the robot like noses, his master, he's like, oh, yeah, your master was a little shy at the beginning, blah, blah, blah. Because the robot's like super old, you know? Like, yeah. it's been around since the Clone Wars and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was cool. All right. So, do you, rec- you recommend, uh, recommend uh, the, the season? The last few, if you want the action stuff. But I mean, you know. A little if slow if to start? Yeah, but I mean, I, I think that's kind of going with like the samurai type movie theme. Like, you know, the, the Mandalorian's heavily inspired by kind of westerns. There's sure. some of that here. Um, well, there's a lot of parallels between westerns and, and samurai. And they're and very similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lone that's Wolf why. That's Cove, why you right? have films like The Seven Samurai adapted into like The Magnificent Seven, because which was it, an amazing movie, which lends itself to westerns. Yeah, it you know? absolutely does. You save the villagers, and of course, you you do it for the money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very very cool stuff. And the music's obviously having influence and stuff like that. And and I, I like that. You know, cool. Yeah, I like it when they do. Well, or because I know, man, Star Wars has taken a beating in the media lately. Sure, like 
people like, yeah, it, it was nice to see like something good come out of that. Something, something that yeah. uh, kind of harkens to how it used to be, but different. Yeah, it's still different. It's just it was cool though because you're like, okay, this is there's stakes here, and there's mm-hmm. you know, like we don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's not just like it's kind of like Empire Strikes Back. It kind of ends on a somber note, like. Did did we just lose? Did the well the story's the not over yet? Win? That's what that means. There's did there's, we win and not realize it? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, it just means the story is uh, the story is still being told, and they're just going to take a pause here, basically. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, so that's a so good. I know that's not as. Uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't want to beat it too much because we've talked a lot about the show already. So yeah, that's right. Well, cool. That thanks for thanks for the review of those last few episodes, man. Yeah, Ahsoka. That's uh, out now on Disney Plus. So if uh, you're so inclined go give it a watch keith recommends it so there's that yeah yeah all right well moving out of uh bruise news and reviews we're moving on up to the east side of the news of the mysterious mysterious world you want to yeah let's get into some mysterious stuff All right, we're going to jump into some mysterious world things here, this man. This one is quite mysterious. This actually. one is uh, this one's interesting, and this is actually we're going to get into some heavy subject matter here. Yeah, and me. actually, and this is a the, the reason why we're not uh, live on TikTok tonight was because uh, I was a little bit afraid of TikTok's community guidelines for this one. You don't want to get canceled. Yeah, I don't, well, I mean, I don't want to get not canceled. I don't want to get booted yeah. a booted off the live and b like. Ban- flagged or banned on TikTok for we're about to talk. And don't get me wrong, it's like it's nothing that's uh, too. Contra- it's not, it's not con- racy or anything. It's not, it's it's just, not too it's just, controversial. Uh, it's just it, it 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 requires the usage of language that TikTok just doesn't like. Um, yes. And and like I said, there's nothing wrong with you know what we're about to talk about, but but it does include self harm and and some things that are are associated with this story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, which is you know obviously it's it's never a good thing. Yeah. Uh, if you're feeling down, you have problems. There's reach out and call somebody. A lot of resources to reach out and call somebody. We're not promoting this by um, any stretch of the imagination, but right. we are. Um, uh, it is. It, it's. An, it's part of the story, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, now we're going to talk a little bit about a, a certain region um, in Japan. Uh, this is a a forest on the northwest flank of Mount Fuji on the island of Honshu in Japan. Now this whole uh, area covers about twelve square miles. Now this is called the. Uh, it's pretty big. It's called the. I'm, I'm going to try to say it without butchering it. The. Uh, Okiagahara Forest. I think I said that correctly. Okiagahara Forest. Um, Gahara is the second, like Sekigahara is a place where there's a big famous battle. Okay. Okiagahara. Okiagahara. Okay. Okiagahara, known as the tree, uh, the sea of trees, but uh, also tree meadow. Also has, but it also has kind of a um, a really dark moniker. It that, does. That people call this. Uh, a lot of people re- will refer to this as the suicide forest. Now, when I say that, and when I said we weren't going to go on TikTok, because TikTok just really doesn't like the word. They don't like that word. They don't like that word a lot, and you know, and, and that's and that's understandable because that could be really no, difficult for a lot of people to hear. Well, you don't and, want anybody like in, in, in you know. They they just don't want the wrong thing like people yeah, talking about exactly. it like it's a good thing or something. Like but that. also and and I do want to I do want to kind of throw the disclaimer out there. Um, if you've if you struggle with issues or even or maybe you have been affected by it and 
talking about self-harm or suicide will hurt or upset you in any way, then, you know, go ahead and turn off this podcast. Like we won't be offended if you do. It's okay. Um, but this is, uh, but, but this is, but this is what we're going to talk about and, tonight. And we're specifically talking about just in this region. And this isn't the only thing we're getting into the mythology and all the stuff. It mm-hmm. just happens to be part of the story. And, and, you know, yeah, exactly. I know that can, that can be upset. Yeah. So, um, but it just, it just, um, I've heard stories about this forest for quite some time. As a matter of fact, like I, I first came to light for me back in like 2016 okay. when they made a movie about this. Um, or the, there's a couple was, movies. Was, about it, there's right? a couple movies about it, one in 2015 and one in 2016. Um, and uh, it's actually referenced in video games, literature. Yeah. Like it's it's referenced everywhere. Yeah, but, it's, it, there's a lot of references. Uh, yeah, to you it, did yeah. 2015, 2016 were the two movies. Yeah, but um, yeah, but you know, but they call this area the Suicide Forest. Uh, now, why do they call that? Call it that? Um, well, first of all, so this uh, this region uh, on the northwestern flank of Mount Fuji has a historical reputation, um, not only of being a home to uh, ghosts and the dead, uh, but dating all the way back to the 1960s, the Akiagara Forest has been associated with um, with suicide, and eventually becoming known um, by that moniker, the Suicide Forest, um, and. It is one of the world's most used. Ghost, right? What's Uri, that? Ure? I don't know how to say that. The, you, yeah, we'll get there. Um, but it, it's actually the second most popular place for people to go to, like basically end it. Right. Um, for number one, of course, being the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, which, which is, is that's crazy. A, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, there's scary. there's a uh, there's there's a documentary called The Bridge where they interview people who like survived attempted suicides and stuff. Um, that's heavy. Yeah. But, um, but anyways, so if you go to this place, the first thing you're going to see is, uh, you're going to see signs at the head of the hiking trails. And this is a beautiful area. It really, really is. Um, but it urges, um, visitors who are, uh, grappling with these issues to think of their families and to contact a suicide prevention association. But, this is kind of crazy. If you want to go back to twenty third, or I'm sorry, two thousand and three, so twenty years ago, that year, one hundred and five bodies were found in this forest, wow. and that the previous year was seventy eight. Yeah, yeah seventy eight. So it jumped up like that many in just a year. In two thousand and ten, the police recorded more than two hundred people having attempted suicide in this forest. Yeah, it's a, it's a big it's a big issue yeah. for sure. Yeah, so 200 people attempted 54 uh 54 did it. Self-deleted. Yeah, yeah self-deleted, unalived as TikTok would like you to say. Yeah, yeah. Um the 2015 film Sea of Trees takes place in this in this mm-hmm. and the 2016 horror film The Forest was inspired by this. Now, as I said earlier, this is the second most popular suicide destination. Um, and a couple of interesting points before we get into kind of like the uh, the supernatural element of it. Just some things to know if you've never heard of this place before. Um, these are some interesting things to know about uh, this particular forest. You go about only about half a mile into the forest, so not very far at all. You go half a mile into the forest, and you don't find traces of human life anymore. Like all of the hikers, no. yeah, all of the hikers, yeah. like waypoints and stuff like that that you'll see on the trails, they disappear. You, you don't need to see stick the, to the trails. Yeah, this, they tell you that to stick to this, the trails. It has some very, very specific um, 
geologic and and nature natural phenomenon that right. make this a very unique place. Like you, there's not even a lot of sound in this forest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they they think uh, that has to do with the density of the trees, um, the the floor rock. Yeah. Well, the, and the rock. Well, I was getting to that. Um, Sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. No, but it has it's it's two things: the density of the trees, and then um, there before this forest was um, before this forest grew up, Mount Fuji had erupted. So there's lots of igneous rock all over. So it's a very okay. dense rock, right, right. That kind of lines it's the forest lava. floor. Yeah, no, it really does. But it's um, but it soaks up the sound in there. So people will go in saying it's just. It's eerily quiet in this place, right? Yeah, it sounds really weird. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things like I don't know basalt or whatever. But, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me. They they uh, because of that, it's like really thick too. Like the forest itself, like grows pretty vibrantly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it's, a, it's a, apparently it's a quite a beautiful place. In some of the pictures I've seen, it's got a lot of animals and stuff that live there. It's not. It's not as it doesn't. I, know, I mean, I know a, we're talking about ghosts and stuff, but I, I don't want it to. Yeah, sound well, like I mean, we'll get scary. there. Yeah, but but I I wanted to touch on that because but because of um because of the composition of the the rocks that make up the ground here in this in this forest, um, compasses are known to behave strangely. Now, some people would obviously say like, "Oh, that's supernatural," but there's there's scientific reason for that. Like, yeah, lava, big I, I, I mean, they're they're iron rocks basically. Yeah, so it's. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to make the compasses act up. Um, yeah. They discourage camping in this in this really? region. They discourage. I mean, it, it's allowed, but it's discouraged. So basically, I mean, I'm not signing up to go out there. No, I mean, well, I mean, I would be okay with going out there. Like, I'm not going to go too far into the woods or anything like that. But um, campers are um, routinely checked in by the forest patrol. Like, so if if they see if they know campers are out there. The forest patrol will go out there multiple times in the night and just check, check in on them. Be like, "Hey, cool, you're not gonna self delete." Yeah, there. you guys yeah. are all right. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Mount Fuji is a, a, a known hiker's destination in general. I mean, sure. this, is, this is a forest, like we said, on the northwestern side. But Mount Fuji is a volcano, and it is a. It's like a twelve thousand. It's twelve thousand plus, almost almost twelve five. It's twelve twelve thousand three hundred ninety five feet tall it's it's big i know people have climbed it and they you know that's a, that's a huge life of mm-hmm. pretty cool area but a uh, couple more facts about this so um you know when i said that it's it's the second most popular i, I don't know how else to say it but you know um it's a place where people go to end it basically. final destination yeah, fi- thank <laughs> yeah. you yeah final destination is a good way but i'm trying i'm trying to yeah, i know, know we're not I, I'm, I I'm trying not i'm trying not to sound yeah. crass like i'm trying right, to be right. respectful as we talk about this but in from 20 to th- from 2013 to 2015 so within two year span more than 100 people from other countries specifically traveled to this place for it to be their final destination uh, and, and that kind of blows my mind like yeah that's right that's know. interesting like yeah. why this place though you know I don't know. I know. I know. Uh, nature bathing is like huge now. You know, people they like explain to go nature on. bathing so a little bit. You know, I mean, like, you told me about it, but tell them about a it. A common person would be like, "Oh, you're going for a walk in the woods or hike," but people are so inundated with city life, and uh, a lot of the people who ended out there actually are, are, are workers for big corporations and stuff. Um, and that's not, you know, we just got to have a job, right? But um, so nature bathing is a thing for people to like kind of reconnect um, and getting out in nature. It's a theme, especially when I, I talk to like other vets and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if it's a later in life thing or just in general, like people see the importance of getting in touch with nature, whether that's, you know, I mean, I like maybe kayaking, at the end, paddleboarding and if and it's stuff. the end of, and if you're going to the end of your life, maybe. Yeah. You just want to reconnect with the earth or something. Yeah. Um, but like 
from from the the only people I know that really use the term nature bathing are like people who literally live in cities, work the grind, and they're like, I have to go in the forest and nature bathe. And obviously, it's not like you don't you know take your clothes off and like rub on a tree or anything. <laughs> that's dendrophilia. That's a whole different thing. I mean, maybe uh, I don't. But, which we're not. Ju- we don't kink shame hey, here, man. man. Yeah, you know, if if you like trees, that's cool. Just make sure it's legal wherever you're, whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it. Like, Do I have uh, your consent, tree? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, don't touch trees if they don't want to be touched. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, people people just kind of connecting with nature. And, you know, you hear terms like grounding and, like, there's a lot of other things that people do now to do that or mm-hmm. just simple meditating. And You know, maybe people go out there to do yoga. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, well, it, it also, but kind of interesting, though, a couple years back, the government stopped publishing the numbers. Yeah. Which is because we for whatever reason, I think it had something to do with, like, um, they, they don't want... Well, I heard Re- they don't want records associated with the number of in, suicides that take place in this forest. Well, because it's a sad subject, right? Yeah, of course. And it's just touchy too. But also, um, I heard they stopped recording the the San Francisco the Golden Gate Bridge. They one. might have. Yeah, no, they stopped. Like oh, I, I read that today specifically that they were like they don't want anybody to try to like break records. It's like, well, well, I mean, you don't need people trying to break those yeah, records. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's get to the spooky yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, here's though, the thing. Yeah, and so we'll get to but this. Again, again, well, I mean, but, like, but all of that, but all of that background information yeah. was was necessary and, to talk about what we're going to talk about here tonight, um, which is which is this. And I'm gonna go ahead and get right to the punch. Here is a lot of people believe that this place is like a beacon for just evil. It's a beautiful place, but evil at the same time. A lot of people have gone into this thing saying that, like, they feel an evil presence in this forest, yeah, or even a demonic down. presence there. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a widespread belief in Japanese folklore that when a person dies a sudden or violent death, this will cause them to be caught, become what they would call a. I'm going to try to. Hopefully, I'm not mispronouncing this. A yuri or yuri. I think it's yuri. Spelled Y U R E I. A yuri. So these ghostly spirits are said to transfer their rage and anger onto those who wander their way. So I mean, within Japanese folklore, like I mean, if like you're you're out there and you're lost spirit. or something like that, this thing is going to, according to according to legend, will like attach its its anger from its previous life or its its depression onto you. It sounds it sounds like um like they're like uh. Like you're in purgatory or something. Yeah. Like like a weird. Yeah, it's like this weird thing. Like I'm carrying I'm carrying this this uh, anxiety of somebody who came out here to end their life. I'm now feeling it, like almost like an like an empathetic oh, sort of thing. Um, but a lot of people who have been in the forest have often spoken of how they feel like they're out there, they're fine, they're enjoying nature, and suddenly they just feel this massive wave of anxiety for no reason whatsoever like just all of a sudden just boom or um waves of fear or panic will overcome them without warning um so if you if you feel that and these are just like perfect people that just came out there to take a hike in the woods so imagine you feel suicidal Mm -hmm. and you walk out there and you feel that and Mm -hmm. you feel that same way you know what i mean so so there's a lot of speculation as to like why that reason could be that people like choose this as their final destination um, many uh, fright-seeking travelers, so people like ghost hunters, that kind of thing. Right, right. Um, they go to this forest, and, and they've reported claims of ghost sightings. So there's a lot of ghost sighting All claims right. that happen out here. Um, a lot of them say that they hear um, whispering voices. 
or loud shrieking screams. Mm. Now, if you wander out there into the woods, which they say not to do, it's not uncommon to find used nooses hanging from branches. Oh. Yeah, I mean, creepy, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I mean, you would think that, like, you find the body out there and they take the noose down, though, you know? Yeah, that's maybe... Kind of a weird thing. You think the ghosts are hanging them up or something? Uh, Well, I don't know. Probably not, but, you know, what do I know? Um or, or and they uh, they also say just because of the the sheer number of um, bodies they find out there, mm-hmm. you wander out there and you might actually stumble across so, a body or a decomposed uh, skeleton hanging from the tree. A modern story about this. Okay, and it was a big deal on YouTube. I guess um, I, I, I this is something I just learned about. I don't follow this guy, but Logan Paul. I, I remember kind of I remember hearing about this, but go ahead. Yeah, I, he went out there. I don't know if the camera crew or whatever. You know, doing doing the YouTube thing, and they found somebody, and they did contact the authorities and stuff. Um, but I guess some video made it on to his YouTube channel. He's since apologized. YouTube's made statements, all this stuff. I'm mm-hmm. not getting in all that, um, but <clears throat> and they censored it, from what I understand. But they, um, you know, that's they found somebody. Like that's crazy. Like that, that you know. That's, I mean, but it's not really that crazy when you consider the number of people that go out there and not. I mean, if they recovered. Well, what was it like sad, over a hundred like, bodies in that year alone? You know, yeah. you know I, mean, I mean it's still sad. Family member, of course, of course. Somebody's friend potentially, you know, that's 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 a, it's a person, it's a human being, you know. Yeah. But they and they but they say if you wander out there, like go out there long enough, you'll find a body wow. hanging from a tree or just laying in the woods somewhere. Yeah, that's not cool. I mean, it's just it's just strange. It's it it boggles your mind to think about it. Um but they also say the deeper you explore into this forest, the easier it is to get lost or or hurt or even. I wonder if there's a lot of light like down there at the you know under the canopy and stuff. Like if it's I mean, almost like tropical, you know, like triple canopy can get real dark. Yeah, but a lot of people's and that's why they 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 say like stay on the hiking trails, don't go because they there's say also some. It, could be like super cold because there's those caves that are filled with ice all there the time. There are caves there. filled with ice them, out right? there, yeah. Which is crazy to think because you got to think like they're you're on an active volcano at the same time. You know, well, I mean, the top of Mount Fuji is always covered in snow. I mean, yeah. it's, it's high, right? It's mm-hmm. it's above ten thousand feet. That's kind of the, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm making that the unofficial snow line today. Yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, Japan gets cold too. It's up north, you know. Yeah, but they but they say like you know the deeper you go in, the easier it is to get lost or succumb to the frightening evil forces that's what scares me yeah, yeah. like you know like the, the deeper you go the more control they have over you you know which is which is speculation obviously right, because right. you know when we talk at mysterious world like we're not yeah. you know we don't say that everything is automatically supernatural we just talk about it and <laughs> consider some different aliens but we consider some different possibilities and i will i will like actually actually offer up some scientific reasoning for this at the end but okay um i want to talk about a couple of things that happened out there um, for one, we're going to talk about uh, the scream. Um, so, one man who was a writer at the Japan Times went out there and he described hearing screams deep in the forest, almost like it was kind of like drawing out. Like, you ever watched the Blair Witch Project? Oh, uh, yeah. And remember, like, I lived their it. friend, yeah, their friend Josh is like screaming yeah. and drawing them deeper into so, the woods. I mean, I don't know if you want to. No, no, tangent that a little bit. So, no, tangent. So, go. Uh, the the reason the Blair Witch Project was entertaining to me and my my friends said is when we were little kids, um, you know, growing up in in parts of Maryland, you'd have forests that would have that one random house that's there, 
doesn't oh. even make sense mm-hmm. why it's there, right? It's a full house, right? And this is, I mean, it's probably built before electricity. Maybe there was, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we had like weird things. We had like a decrepit half pipe in the woods and mm-hmm. uh, you could like, you couldn't really drop into it. It was built in a draw, like a natural draw. And I mean, there was like stuff out there. Like people live full, not lives, but you know, like the kids from generations before you made their mark on this land. And there was like an old house in the middle of the woods that was just scary. And of course, what do we do? Made up ghost stories about it. Of course you did. Yeah. Made up ghost stories. So like the Blair Witch was, uh, and you know, just the way creeks are and stuff. Like when, when the the moment when that dude's like, I can't kick that map of the creek. Like, oh my God, I lost it. I was like, what? That's so dumb. Well, but, um, no, no, no that, yeah. that's really cool. Though. But, but like, we, I think we all, like yeah, but we yeah. all like have, um, even though know, Blair's not like, a, like, that's not a real place. Of course like, not. But I was just using that as kind yeah. of an example. But this guy heard screams out in the woods and he went deeper into the woods to like find the scream, investigate, investigate. And what he found was a body, like a, the scream led him to a body out there. And this was a writer okay. from the Japan Times, So he was a journalist and found this. So he's body. got the inquisitive eye. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, so there's a, uh, in another instance, so there was a, a Buddhist monk by the name of Kiyomo Fuki, um, and he was a Buddhist monk. He went out there into the forest to mm-hmm. assemble an altar and attempt to diminish the Yorai presence or the ghostly presence that's out there. So, you know, monks actually do believe in, you know, or Buddhist monks and Buddhists in general believe in dark spirits and that kind of thing. So, okay. um, you know, he he went out there to kind of just assemble an altar to ward away ah, that darkness. Like a positive. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, so he was interviewed by the New Zealand Herald and was quoted as, as saying, the spirits are calling people here to kill themselves. The spirits of people who have committed suicide before. So it's almost like See, they believe is, that there's I read a this like yeah, yeah they're calling. People there's a in. curse. There's a curse placed upon these woods. That not only uh, you know not only is it a place that draws people to you know kill themselves out there, but also once you're out there and you do it, you are forever tied to this forest. You're stuck. Yeah, and you but but then you also draw more souls into this place. Wow. Um, I don't know, man. It, it it's. It's definitely it's it's mysterious for sure, right? I mm-hmm. mean, and there's the crazy thing about this is that there's 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 facts in the sense that people go out there and they continue to go out there and do this. Mm-hmm. So it's like really what mm-hmm. is, is is there something to this one? Like the, is it a magnetic there, force? Do you just well, feel actually, heavy there? Like it's funny, it's actually I was gonna talk about that a little bit. Not that um, I, I don't usually consider magnets like bad, I guess, but like but you know, but it would make sense. Like we have we have iron in our blood, right? Like yeah. So it would it would then stand to reason that magnetic uh, forces would be, have an effect on our physiology and by and by extension our brain patterns. No, I mean I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a scientist I mean, by you any stretch of the imagination. Your brain and it doesn't like change. Your brain, yeah, of, of course. No, it doesn't. But um, but it, it, it's just kind of funny because that that actually does lead us into a possible scientific explanation for this. Um, We've used magnets to explain a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crop circles, like yeah, all kinds of stuff. Well, in the, in, in the recent years, researchers have suggested that geomagnetic anomalies, which, you know, as now you said, thing, you go out right? there um, and you go out there and the, your compasses don't work properly out there. Like that's okay. one, that's now something that's we know. Magnetic deposits do cause that. That is Correct. a fact. Yeah. Matter of fact, the only reason your compass works is because of magnetic deposits that are up under Canada or something. Right. So yeah. if there's something that interferes with that, then, you know, obviously a compass is going to work properly. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, they've suggested that geomagnetic anomalies might induce dark thoughts in people. Like, ah. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a theory. It's a scientific theory at this point. I don't think it's completely proven. But, okay. uh, but it would be especially uh, more prevalent in those who are already suicidal. Yeah, I could see that maybe. Yeah, and it's the thought of some certain. No, I mean I'm not saying I can see the magnetism, but like things are going to affect you a little bit more if you're already in that headspace. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're if you're already depressed and anxious, and you go out there with the intention of doing it, right? You know, obviously that's not going to help if that is a thing, right? Um, but it's the thought of some of these researchers that these uh, anomalies take place under the ground where the forest resides, mm-hmm. and given that these services change all the time. That might be one possible scientific explanation. Okay. But, however, comma, that doesn't explain why people would already travel from, like, across the that, world. That, that's and, the one that, like... Yeah. I don't I don't think that tears at my heartstrings any more than the regular... No, I don't say regular people, but people who are more local to the area. But just, it, there's, like, that's so weird that there's, like, a weird calling... Mm-hmm. For people in that headspace to go there, yeah, yeah, it it seems strange, and I and honestly, I think it's one of those mysteries that we just we we're it's unsolved just, for sure. Yeah, it's it's unsolved. It's mysterious, and I don't think we're going to have an answer to that one anytime I soon, mean, man. Like, and I mean, I would love to talk about this topic a little bit more, but I know it's really sensitive. Um, yeah, I, I'm like, trying to be careful with it, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it's. It makes you think about stuff, but like you've got like well, we just mentioned Sekigahara. There's a big battle back there, right? Yeah. Like people don't go to you know, and I, I don't want to inspire anybody. That's what that's what I'm really trying to. Say. Of course, people, people, yeah. People don't go to other places to do that. I mean, maybe some people do. I don't know, but I don't know. It's weird. That's just a weird yeah travel situation yeah exactly and 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 and, uh, and honestly and before we before we wrap up like this segment of mysterious world like and i I just just want to say guys like you're never alone just always remember you're never alone there's always somebody that is in that struggle with you reach out to somebody anybody and talk to somebody man my suggestion is even if you get self-destructive is if you can wait that next minute or that next two or make it to bed that night no matter yeah. what you're doing. And then, you know, there, you might feel alone in the moment. You might be completely alone in the moment, but there are people out there you that know, love you and care about you. And I'm going to, and I'm going to say this, um, you know, you and I have a very good friend who we talk to quite a bit, who, um, who he almost, he almost did it. And, uh, and, and going, several people now that yeah. have, which is, and, and, and I'll say this and, well. you know, and if, in if, if you're listening to this and I know, he, and I know he will, um, he, called me like 10 years ago when I was in a really, really bad, dark place. And he was the one to talk me down because I had been there and stuff. So because he had been there because he, I mean, sorry, because he had been there. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, I think it's natural part of the human condition to think about it from time to time. Sure. However, I mean, to get fixated on it, to make it a a bad thing. And, um, it, it is, it is, it's a devastating plague on our society it happens way too often yeah and it's it's a completely unnecessary way to go yeah you know what i mean yep Um, absolutely i mean listen we're all here for a limited amount of time but but time is what we have in the end time and then if you remember if you believe in something on the other side time and memories so make some more memories while you're here 
Because in the end, that's the only thing you and, take over with you, you know. And, and not to get, uh, I know this we're going, is, we're going kind of like, no, yeah, this we're going way different no, from what but, we usually but, do here. But, but this like, this isn't too personal. But recently, like, you know, we've had friends for a bunch of years and stuff like that. And one sure. of the things we've all kind of not promised each other in like a silly way is like, we all want to be better to each other. And 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 by by being better to each other, it doesn't mean giving each other anything. Or it just means spending better quality time with each other when we get the opportunity to do it and actually appreciating that. Um, Cause it's important. And I know life isn't all about hanging out with your friends, right? There's a lot more that goes into sure. it than that. Um, but I, I, that's one of the things I think we do to kind of check in on each other yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and appreciate each other. And if somebody is having a hard time, if you're around more, you can, you can talk to them. Yeah. You, know? you can actually see the signs and be there. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can. And uh, you know, be there for that person and you know, hopefully somebody will be there for you. And if you don't feel like there is, Talk to somebody. Really, there. I promise you, there's somebody out there that yeah. you can talk to and reach out to that'll talk you down off this ledge. Because ultimately, it's it's a permanent it's a permanent <laughs> solution for a temporary problem, as they say. Exactly. So that's yeah. It's been said a million yeah. times, but yeah. that is a fact. Yeah. And we uh we went a little different this, on this. No, no, don't be sorry. I mean, honestly, no, no, don't like, be sorry. I could no. do. If, well, and, no, no, and, it's and okay it, because you know you. I'm, I'm being very, you've, very, you've, very you've reserved in this of, conversation. Well, I know but you've I'll seen a this, lot of stuff. Um, I'll tell you this thing, man. I could do. I could go on any of these freaking vet shows and talk about this for five hours. And, I know and, you and, could and be bored and 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 not bore people. And it's it's a crazy thing when you get into that headspace. It's very important to try to. Try. I mean, I, I had a friend tell me you have to fight for your life every day. That just in general, yeah. right? And and fight for the best version of yourself in a genuine way, not to win or anything, but like you really got to put the time in. And uh, yeah. and it's it's heavy shit, man. It really is. Oh, and you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just and just remember this, man. Like you, and he wasn't telling me because like that was his experience like the, that he was, he was speaking of and stuff. The yeah. possible, uh, like the mathematical probability that you are here now in this point in time is almost, it is almost a statistical impossibility, but yet here you are. It's like, you know a, what I mean? it's a Zumundo. It's not impossible, but it's not very probable. No. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But the fact that you made it here, like you are the yeah. product of Could've how many generations years ago. Yeah. Could have been born a hundred years from or, now, or right? not at all. Or you never, know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and you were gifted with this time. So, well, that's a nice way to look at it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, regardless of, you know, whether or not you live in the good times or the bad times, that's true. You lived, you know? And there's people who live in the worst conditions in the world that are some of the most thankful and nice people. And mm -hmm. I, I, obviously, that's a perspective thing completely, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's cool. I respect that, you know? And then there's people who seem to be at the top of the game. They're probably some of the saddest people around. That's yeah. not. Obviously, that's I'm not stereotyping. Like, yeah, not yeah. everybody who's doing well is sad. Not everybody who's poor is happy. Obviously, yeah. There's every amalgamation of every person from every walk of life. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's wild, man. Yeah. Well, listen, I I didn't really mean to get into this, but I'm glad we did, just yeah. because, especially if we were going to touch on something like this from Mysterious World. I'm glad we kind of we wrapped it on this. I mean, you got to think know about I mean? like. Yeah, sorry. Hundred, hundred, yeah. No, no. So we, we can wrap it up and talk after, but like, of course, you know, I think about like, and and we're pop culture, news, entertainment stuff sure. for the most part. But I mean, think of all the the really well known people who have brought so much joy to other people via their art. You know, movies, Robin stuff Williams, like that. Robin Williams. That's a great, um, great example. You know, you got a bunch of them in the music industry too, uh, especially recently. Um, we just went and watched the uh, 
the tribute band for Lincoln Park, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, and, Chester and Benningfield. Chester yeah. Benningfield actually. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it's funny uh, when we were watching that. Sinead O'Connor, they said, did, like, was did suffering. She, did yeah, she? Did they, she? They didn't put out a. Uh, they, they didn't release anything so official. They said that she had some mental health issues, so mm-hmm. that's that's quite a possibility. I'm not saying wow. that's facts because it was, we I, don't know I, yet. Yeah, I don't know, but um, you know, that's it's it's a crazy life, and you know, yeah. Got to take care of each other, yeah, and yourselves too. You got to do. Obviously, you can't rely on everybody. Mm-hmm. Got to do some self assessment, and maintenance. And- well, I'm gonna do. Um, you know what? What I do, man, is I just I live I live every day, every week, and just just be here now and just get out there and laugh, make some people laugh, and make this world a little bit, just a little bit better than the way you found it. I like laughing. I, yeah, I like laughing too. Let's, and making making stuff better is always the yeah. way. Yeah, that's uh-huh. good. Hopefully you guys, uh, hopefully you guys get out there and make some people laugh too, man. And uh, hopefully we made you laugh, not necessarily with this, but we're gonna we're gonna make you laugh here in just a minute. Hopefully, I hope we do. Yeah, but you know, uh, AI yeah. theater, baby. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we dropped the room, but we're gonna bring it back up now. We're gonna bring it back up with some. Uh, and this is the silly one. No, this so, is silly. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. So, this, um, yeah, you, re- you ready to jump into AI theater? I am. All right, let's do it. All right, so we debuted this bit last week and uh it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and when we did it after we posted it uh you guys you remember a couple episodes back i did that special with taylor from potential podcast yeah i thought right? it was yeah. a really good episode and actually, he episode. he reached out to me and he he was given his best walk and he's like why if you did what oh why, if you did Walken, you didn't call me. Oh, and, he has uh, the best Christopher Walken impression. He called and left us a message, and it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and uh, we thought it was pretty funny. So I, I was like, Taylor, dude, why don't you just, we'll, we'll call you in next week, and you can get in on uh, AI Theater Presents with us, and it'll be a lot of fun. So um, Taylor is back with us right now. Taylor, what's up, man? You know, I just walked in the room <laughs> Uh, well, I'm good, man. Thanks for thanks for having me back. It's nice to meet Keith too. Yeah, yeah, it's great uh, to meet you finally. Uh, across cross state lines, so thanks for having me back. <laughs> no, thanks, man. Appreciate you coming. Um, so we were uh, last week. Uh, we were talking on the show a little bit about the. They're talking about doing an office reboot. Yeah. And I thought it would be fun for AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights. We should do our own office reboot. Yeah, we can certainly do that. And so I went, I went over to, uh, I went over to an AI chatbot, and I entered some parameters. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, all right, I need you to write a scene from The Office in which Jim and Pam pull a prank on Dwight." Which is, you know, if you watch The Office, it's pretty common. So this is the script that. Uh, AI spit out. It really does sound like it's coming from an episode of The Office. It and did this, a good job yeah. with this one, actually. So in this uh, in this setup, uh, we're going to have Taylor jumping in as Mrs. Doubtfire as Pam. So yes. Taylor, it's like it's like a, a a person within a person within a person. It's like Inception in here. <laughs> uh, I will be uh, I will be playing the role of Kermit the Frog as Jim. And uh, and then over here we have Keith will be playing the role of uh, Dwight as played by Jack Nicholson. All right, not so. to be confused with my Michelle Rodriguez impersonation because <laughs> they're pretty much the it's, same. I mean, they're both they're both epic and legendary in their own right. <laughs> so here we go. We're gonna I'm gonna go ahead and hit the uh, hit the theme music. Here we go. And now. 
for another edition of the Yarn Theater Presents Scripted Delights. All right, Scripted Delights. Let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into it, everybody. Everybody ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. We're going to have some office ambiance as we go into this uh, this episode of The Office. Never before seen until right here. Here we go. All right, Dunder Mifflin, Mifflin Office Daytime. Jim sits at his desk, smirking mischievously. Pam walks over, holding a stapler. Oh, hello there, Jim dear. What's the plan for today? I'm ready to help you prank that joint where a rascal he is. Great! So, here's the idea. We'll pretend it's bring your pet to work day! Yay! Pam's eyes light up with excitement. Oh, I love it when Dwight Ellis forgot his pet will surprise him with a stapler turtle. <laughs> Jim nods, impressed by Pam's enthusiasm. Exactly! You need to be the one to distract him while I set up the prank! Just give me the signal when he's nearby. Pam nods eagerly, ready to play her part. Oh, got it. I'll keep an eye on him and let you know when he's on his way, dear. <laughs> they both glance over at Dwight, who is focused on his work. All right. Here we go, Miss Pammy. Jim stands up and addresses the office loudly. Hey, everyone. It's bring your pet to work day. Get excited. The office buzzes with confusion and anticipation. Dwight looks up, puzzled. What? No one told me about this. Pam quickly walks over to Dwight, trying to keep a straight face. Oh, Dwight, I'm so sorry, dear. I completely forgot to remind you. But don't worry, we've got a surprise for you. Dwight's eyes narrow suspiciously. What kind of surprise? Pam discreetly signals Jim who hands her the stapler behind his back. Okay, close your eyes, Dwight. We've got a special guest just for you. Dwight reluctantly closes his eyes, unsure of what to expect. Jim places the stapler on Dwight's desk, trying hard not to burst into laughter. Now, Pam? Pam taps, taps Dwight's shoulder, signaling him to open his eyes. What's going on? <laughs> Pam points the stapler turtle on his, points to the stapler turtle on his desk, struggling to hold back her laughter. Oh, meet stapler the turtle. You okay? I'm just. <laughs> He's laughing. breaking character. Go ahead. This is ridiculous. There's no such thing as a stapler turtle, man. Well, not with an attitude like that, dear. Oh, <laughs> And scene. All right. <laughs> Thank That's you. Hilarious. That was our second edition of uh, AI Theater Presents Scripted Delights with Taylor sitting in on this one for us, man. You do a great Mrs. Doubtfire. You just... It makes me want to watch that movie again. <laughs> one of my favorite films of all time. I was like, that's definitely, if I if I could be on the Broadway of it, I'd totally do it. I'll, be the, <laughs> I'll do the, the dubbing. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today, Taylor. We'll be in touch, man. I'm loving what you guys are doing over there at uh, Potential Podcast, man. Keep chugging along. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. Yeah, we appreciate your time today. Likewise. Keep up the good work. Nice to meet you, Keith. Good yep. to see you. Yeah, yeah thanks. You Likewise. Flip side. All right, you too, bro. Take care. That was fun. That is fun, man. I, I like, uh, maybe I got to get back in the voice acting. We got to resurrect should, a couple man. characters here. Um, that we've put the bed. For well, we'll just long. keep on. We'll keep on practicing with uh, AI theater yeah. presents, man. Do you have Do you have any requests? Is there something 
you want to put bring to life with AI over the next, you know, uh, anytime I have a conversation with somebody who's not the actor sounding like the actor, it's just funny to me. So I'm okay. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't always have to do it with like impressions. We can always just switch it up and do something. Just do AI different. theater in general. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll come we'll, we'll come up with different stuff to do. We're gonna sing next time. So I, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you how AI theater came about. I, I told you a little yeah, bit earlier, yeah, but it's kind of funny. So um, an okay story. And my, <laughs> my girlfriend's gonna strangle me when she listens to this. But um, so my my girlfriend is a huge fan of. <laughs> Hallmark Christmas movies, as everybody is, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, they get a, they get, Aunt, Aunt they get, ma- they, get made, them, right? they get made fun of a lot for just being. Dude, she built a whole of, career after Full House on this. Aunt sh- Becky, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, they're popular, obviously. Um, but she, uh, she, she like unapologetically loves Hallmark Christmas movies. Some of them feel good, and you know? and you know, and, and when when Christmas rolls around again. I watch Hallmark Christmas movies with my girlfriend because Sometimes that's what you does. do, you know? That's, you get, you get you know, those movies like Cheaper by the Dozen or it's like... not all, a Hallmark Christmas no, movie No, but I mean, all. like, they come out, they got the same vibes. But honestly, feels good I think, like, and, but she says, like, and that's basically it. She goes, she goes, she just really likes the feel-good vibes it's, of those It's usually movies. around the holidays, it's like, yeah, right? you know what you're getting. Like, yeah. it's around the holidays. It just kind of puts you in that like, sort of holiday mood yeah. or whatever. And so we were, uh, she was, she, we were going somewhere one night. She was driving. I was on my phone and I asked ChatGBT to put together i was just like hey write me a scene from a hallmark christmas movie and chat gpt just came out and said here is a here's a scene from a a scene a movie can i guess what it was go ahead uh you went back to your small texas town and found that your oil tycoon now uh boyfriend that inherited the business who played football and you thought he was gonna be a complete loser is now awesome and a billionaire and still in love with you and no, no, not quite. No, no, you got to think that she leaves and behind then, her big city boyfriend in New York, and the guy that she went, this guy. the guy she went to high school with, is not like he, he's not a billionaire. Like she leaves behind like the guy with money. So she's taking true love over money. Yeah, she takes okay. true love okay. over okay. money. Yeah, like, sorry, sorry. And basically, he works at like a Christmas tree farm, <laughs> or, hey, a chi- or a charity. But he or happens like to that. be Thor. You yeah, know, he, like, but he's like, like he's, he's yeah. super handsome yeah. and always wearing flannel for some of reason, course, right? Of course, and it's always like unbuttoned, and he's got chiseling tan. Even yeah, though it's exactly. All the time. And he's yeah. yeah, even though and he's like he works on like a uh, a Christmas tree farm, but he also does like a charity. But like uh, there's the <laughs> charity, there's like a Christmas bake sale and I read or something. I'm like Thursdays. I'm just making this yeah. up offhand, or but anyways. So I asked ChatGPT to like make me a scene from this, and it was literally like all of those things yeah, and okay. i was reading That's i was reading funny, the man. scene to her and she was laughing and calling me an asshole at the same time well, i get that so yeah <laughs> so i and i thought i was and i told her i'm gonna make this into a bit on the show and you did and then but but then i was like you know what why wait until christmas we'll uh we'll do we the, should you know, do a christmas one that would be oh funny. we're totally gonna do oh my gosh you know what we, we need to get we need more to do, people on we need to do a Zumundo Christmas special. I think we should. We owe like an it to all the day world. Christmas special. Christ- yeah, like oh my gosh, we could commentate every Star Wars movie back to back. Oh my god! Well, for me, that is Christmas. I but know that's that a was. different. We've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. that's a different. Um, like USA used to always air the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, the original on Christmas OG, Day yeah. on on a loop. It was great. That and uh, 24 Hours of a Christmas Story that comes on like TBS oh or TNT gosh. or something. Oh, oh, I, I'm sorry oh. if I get the channels wrong, but yeah, they play it 24 hours in a row and it's fantastic, man. I love I that I love movie. it. I absolutely love that movie. It's so good. Fantastic. 
Um, yeah, but anyways, that's and then I was like, you know what? Let's just make it into a weekly bit, and it, it's a bit bit now. It might not be weekly. And, well, but, yeah. and, until we decide it's, it, we need to give it a break or hang it up. You know, okay. it's it's yeah. from now until whenever. I feel like that's when you can pull out. You can pull out at, oh. at, uh, in the future. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely uh, pull that out and use it whenever you want. Yeah, that didn't sound right. <laughs> well, let's zoom under for what you. She said. There yeah. you go. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, on that note, uh, Doolin also uh, got to show me some bird law today. And oh, my gosh. Episode. I never saw that episode. That was hilarious. <laughs> With the guy with the fake hands in the court and everything. Always sunny in Philadelphia. If you're not watching it or if you haven't seen it, what are you that, doing with your life? Go watch it. It's on Hulu. Go. Crazy. You get, you get uh, um, not Carl Weathers. Uh, he was in Die Hard. Reginald Vell Johnson, who was, who was Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow, that's it. On Family Matters. Yeah. yeah. And he was also the cop in Die Hard. He always plays a cop, and he played a judge in that episode. There's actually a whole fan theory revolving around the fact that it's all the same character. It's the Carl... Like, Carl Winslow Carl is the Winslow same person universe. from Die Hard, basically. It could, Steve, it could be. Steve Urkel exists within the Die Hard universe, basically. And that's fascinating, because that would be funny to see him and Bruce And Steve Urkel crossed over with a lot of other sitcoms which means a lot of sitcoms are in there danny tanner like full house michelle tanner dude, just tell exists me if, within the diehard universe if archie mm-hmm. or anybody touches it like and i mean bruce if Willis they haven't wasn't already red but that's not they don't say he's the same guy because he was that's different that's marvel i'm just trying to figure find the crossover we'll find it <laughs> we'll find it we'll, we'll find get it. there we'll yeah. get there well this has gotten silly right, it got, yeah, well actually well it got it got uh Got, it got it got serious and it got silly and it's a little bit of everything and that's kind of what we're uh, kind of what we're about here on Zumundo. Yeah, man, uh, it's a it's a wild journey. Yeah, that was uh, it was a good time, man. Thanks for sitting here talking to me for another week tonight, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'm, I'm, wait, this is my show too. <laughs> You're welcome. And also thanks to Taylor from Potential Podcast yeah, for thanks, hanging out with us, man. That was great. Appreciate you and uh, appreciate all of you guys for joining and uh, hanging out with us. For Zoomundo Podcast, everybody, I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. And uh, happy Zoomundus week, everybody. Yeah, totally. We'll see you next week, guys. Yeah. Have a good one. You Stay know what I want? One. I want to see Steve Urkel in the next Die Hard movie. I think that'd be cool. It's like the building blows up, and he's like, did I do that? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Legendary. Legendary. <laughs> Make that happen. Shut up and take my